25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them out the hole. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the West right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. Yo, turn your mic on, Matt. There it is. There he is. Welcome in. I'm Matt, live in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team at Farm Bureau, local agents, competitive rates, fast and friendly service. That's Farm Bureau. This show stays connected to you because of C Spire the number one network in Mississippi. Roger, I'm strung out, man. What's going on? Well, I'm just, you know, I'm running on fumes. Very little sleep. Had a couple of long days. Yeah. But but good days. Um, my mom is progressing. You know, and I, I'm a he- I hesitate to say too much. You need to talk about people's medical issues, and even if it is a family member, I don't want to get, you know, too much into it number one it's not the purpose for being here but well somebody tell the ladies in the church yeah that's <laughs> they right. will they will outline every detail for that's, you that's true yeah you, well, get you know edna she's <laughs> suffering from the gallbladder and, and yeah scoliosis uh, has come back and you know they well, give it out blow by blow i tell you it was a scary thing man it it, it, it really was but you um, say she's turned the corner and everything's looking good yeah it's right it's the progress is pretty slow um but but it's an uptrend though it's an uptrend and i just got word that they're going to move her out of intensive care today into a uh into a regular room and so uh, we, we had some other family that are there and so what i'm what i did is i buzzed on home about a four-hour drive buzzed on home Get to see my girls, take care of a little business, uh, a couple things that we got to get in the mail, stuff like that, and then do the show with you today. And not really sure about tomorrow. I'm going to figure that out, but, you know, um, probably looking at hopping in the car and heading back over there. But that's what we do, isn't it? I mean, you know, when we have a, a close friend or a family member, in this case it's, you know, it's my my mother, then, everything, you know, if, if, if they need you, everything else gets uh, put on hold, and rightfully so. And uh, I think what I did is I was running on adrenaline for a couple of days, right? Because you get this scare that something may not be right yeah. uh, or it could be dangerous. And in, and in this case, it was very dangerous what my mom was going through. Uh, again, without going into a ton of details, but it was very dangerous, very critical, in fact. Um, you ought and, to ask her if she, maybe she'd let you, from an educational point of view, because I think yeah, a lot of people, you know, Right. May find themselves in that position. Somewhere. Well, there's no doubt that a lot of people will. And, yeah, 
I'm going to talk to her this weekend but and maybe share, share some details later because I do think it's a story that a lot of people can learn from. Uh, so, anyway, we'll get into that. But, yeah, uh, so, you know, you, you jump into uh, hyper mode because you got to go. Something's wrong. You got adrenaline pumping for about two days. There ain't no sleep. No sleep. Or very little anyway. And then when you come back down from that, boy, I tell you what, I'm, I came down hard. <laughs> yeah. So um, I'm running on fumes today. But I'm really glad to be with you because everything, at least in terms of the show, is starting to feel normal. I'm back in the normal studio, the Farm Bureau studio, which means at some point you will hear the train come blowing by here just like normal. Uh, I can – there it is. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, I can't – You saved t- money on that lot, though, didn't you? I, I saved a <laughs> lot of money, Roger. Uh I can't type anything in there to you on the text line or on the call, but I can read all of it. I can see all of it. So if you want to text me live during the show, then text away on the text line at 885-ESPN or 885-3776. That's a 601 area code, 885-3776. And then also uh, you can always call me. I love it when you call on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and Jackson. They are Kubota dealers, the big orange tractors and zero turns, and some of them are black. I guess orange and black, kind of the official colors of Kubota, but that's what they have at uh, Divini. They're the oldest Kubota dealer in the U.S., and they sponsor the phone line. You can be on the show on the Divini phone line at uh, 995-1059. That's the number to call. So whatever you want to talk about uh, is good. 995-1059, and that is a 601 area code as well. And a real treat coming up right about now. John Bond. Yes, that guy. Bond. John Bond. Uh, The head football coach over at St. Joe and uh, there in Madison, but, you know, former Mississippi State quarterback and former host of uh, radio shows and the like, and, and John's going to hop on. We were texting back and forth, and whenever we start texting, John and I, it always leads to a Caddyshack conversation because I think we're the two biggest fans of that movie. Roger, I text you the number. You may already have it, but did you see the text there with that on there? You're talking about the man that beat the bear? The man that beat the bear, yes. He's holding for you right now. Okay, well, maybe I can't see the call screen then. I'm going to start it over. I had no idea he was holding <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that. I yeah, I was just killing time until you had him, and it turns out I can't see it. So, um, so we'll just communicate verbally. Imagine that on radio. John Bond, the man who beat the bear. What's up, John? Oh man, not much, not much. How are you, Matt? I'm peaching. hanging in there. We, I got my scuba gear on, so we're all good over here. <laughs> I bet. Did you see what happened at Louisiana Tech? I did, man, and I've got a nephew. Uh, that plays golf there, and uh, a tree is on his car, right, as mm. as we're talking. Yeah. So, that, it's, uh, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. I, if you're listening right now, what we're talking about uh, on Twitter, there are lots of pictures. The Louisiana Tech campus got hit really hard. Tornado went through there, tore up the baseball field and the stadium, tore up the softball stadium, the tennis courts. I think there were reported two fatalities in Ruston, so it's really bad. Yeah. It's this time yeah. Yeah. A year, so we hope we don't get the tornadoes. But y'all are wet, huh? Yeah, we are. 
Yeah, we are. But, uh, you know, baseball's in the playoffs, so they're trying to work that out. And they're supposed yeah. to go down to Perry Central and figure out how they're going to play in, in the yeah. water. So. John, I really want you to uh, take advantage of this rain opportunity. And since we're going to talk about golf anyway, I want you to go out yeah. the, when it's raining really hard today. I want you to go out <laughs> on the golf course and look up with the rain you know, spattering you in the face and say, yeah, I don't think the hard stuff's going to come down for quite some time. <laughs> I want you to be real like oh, Caddyshack. That is good stuff. Uh, well, what do you think, son? Should I play on? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think the hard stuff's going to. Yeah. Uh, Caddyshack. Stuff, so, so let me ask you, you oh. we're going to get into the details. Y'all have got a big uh, – golf and crawfish event coming up for st joe and it's going to be a, a great good. and it's going to be a great way for people to kind of like get involved with your program right exactly it's um it's an all sports deal you know so it's uh going to help the, the entire sports uh all the teams here at st joe believe me we got a ton of them <laughs> we got we got probably i think there's 20 different 20 or 22 different teams really i mean it's you know from Swimming, you know, bowling, archery—it's—it's it's all kind of stuff. So okay. it's uh, it's uh, everybody does something here. Okay, and so let's Good, see. Bad, or ugly. <laughs> Good, bad, or ugly. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see. Friday, May the tenth. So that's the day that yeah. the golf tournament. Where where are y'all playing, John? At Whisper Lake. Okay. Playing out at Whisper Lake, and uh, you know that's going to start around noon. Okay. Uh, you know, lunch and all that stuff, and uh, um. Steve's going to play. Steve Azar is playing golf with us. Cool. Um, you know, all the coaches will be there. They'll all have teams and all that kind of stuff. So, um, okay. uh, yeah, big time there. And then and then we come back here to the school and at the stadium. We're going to have uh, – Steve's going to going to play some tunes for us for, uh, for an hour or so. So, it's uh, yeah, we've got crawfish and etouffee and all kind of jambalaya and all kind of stuff going to be cooked. So, it's going to be big time. Yeah, yeah. You won't go away hungry unless you just – stupid yeah <laughs> right it's your fault if you go hungry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly that's really exactly. cool so whisper lake friday may the 10th it starts at noon get out there you get to meet uh steve azar play golf with the coaches support a good cause eat crawfish and then he's going to play music for right. you before it's done hey yep that's it he's such a good guy man you know yeah. i go up there and i play in his deal in june and and uh, he raises uh, a ton of money for um, uh, the arts uh, deal up there in the Delta, the Mississippi Delta. And, mm-hmm. and uh, he has guys, I mean, actors and, you know, Jim McMahon and all kind of stuff. All kind of folks come. So, right. so it's, a, it's a good time up there. So yeah. we enjoy it. And he can play. So, so this will uh, be on a Friday. Oh, yeah. He's a good. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and he's a great golfer. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, anybody that plays as much golf as these celebrities do ought to be great at it. The rest yeah, of us have to work. Exactly. That's what I always say. Dang, man. You know, if I could get out of here and hit balls for eight hours a day, I'd be all right, too. Yeah, that's right. I'd figure out how to or get it. Or my back would be broke. Yeah, that's true. That's the that's the downside of it. But, again, celebrities, they, yeah, have, yeah. A, they have enough money to pay the chiropractor and have surgery. You know, look at Tyler. Right. Right. That's it. That's <laughs> it, boy. He's, he's lighting it up again. Yeah. good to see. Yeah, he really is. Somebody texted me about this event and said you know, they were talking about John Wiener and wanted to know if I wanted to play with him, and it just said, hey, you want to play with Wiener? And I was really confused. <laughs> <laughs> I, was really, 
I was really confused by that. They don't mind if they I said, man, I had to do it. <laughs> yeah, the cat's out of the bag. It was John who texted me that. So you hear that? You hear that, Wiener? We're having a good time. Over yeah. Here. Oh, he's, he's excited. He's going to play. Oh, uh, of course he is. I hear he's pretty good. Yeah. Well, he's pretty he, good. Well, here's well, the thing. Great. Where'd you hear that from? Him? Yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah, exactly. He is pretty good. Like Johnny Cook. Johnny Cook's the best player ever, Mr. State. Just ask him. <laughs> Just ask him. That's it. If you, if you want to know how good uh, John is at golf, just ask him. Well, so that's. Uh, I'm going to continue to remind folks um, May the 10th, Friday, May the yep. 10th at Whisper Lake, and it's it'll benefit all the athletic programs at St. Joe. And I'll yep. just say. John, of all the people you're talking about, you know, who's going to be there and Steve Azar, let me just say this. Steve Azar never beat Bear Bryant in a football game, okay? <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. I, was, I told some of the refs who were flipping coins last year at a ball game, and said, yeah, that's the guy that beat Bear Bryant. I looked at him and I said, yep, all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's kind of how you're going to be the designated uh, driver hey, at the hey, tournament. Hey, Matt, you don't have to play golf either. You can just come on the concert. It's not but 20 bucks. Get all the crawfish you want to eat Ooh. and listen to Steve Azar. So, Man, that's perfect that's for me. I'm going to try to maybe come and do that. I, Please do. Golf is out for me. My back is – I'm 42, yeah, I'm 42 with like an 82-year-old back, and so there's no more <laughs> golf. But, man, I can sure come for music and food. That's really good. Um, it, with uh, – John, I, well, how's it – how do you describe your experience, your first year or so now, or, or getting close to your first year into uh, being a head right. football coach and, and that whole experience? Well, i tell you what. Uh, the people and the kids have made it uh, a whole lot easier than I think it could have been. Because I was in, you know, coaching high school ball before. It's been years ago. But it's uh, it can be difficult at times with, uh, you know, dealing with all you have to deal with. But mm. uh, around here, they, uh, they love to win. Um, but it's it's uh, the priority is school, mm-hmm. and it remains to be, you know. So it's a uh, bunch of great guys. They love the game of football and baseball and basketball. So so it's uh, it's good around here. They love athletics. Yeah. So it's been great. Well, you know, you're in an area that is just so competitive. <laughs> when you look no around, the, um, in, in both public and private, it's just you know, obviously with the population there, Jackson Metro. But, I mean, there's no shortage of people at your place, but the same is true all these others. It's probably the most concentrated competitive area that you're in in the state right there. No question. No question. I mean, just look at, you know, JA and Prep and mm-hmm. and uh, MRA. And, you know, MRA stepped up on a bunch of ball games this year. So there's a bunch of athletes around here, and uh, and, and we've, got, we've got a few ourselves. Um, you know, our numbers aren't quite like those guys, but, but, you know, we had, I think we got down to 20 on the roster last year yeah. with the concussion stuff, you know, and all that. And But mm-hmm. uh, right now we've got about 40 that are coming out. So the numbers are getting up. We're making it enjoyable. You know, it's, you know that's what I tell these guys. I said, look, man, it's, there's a lot of effort for 11 times a year, mm-hmm. you know. So it's, <laughs> you've got to work year-round for those those 11 times. And it's it's tough. It's a mindset. you got to know that, you know, this, this is the work, and we start right now. And, and uh, it's never over. Yeah, <laughs> so if you want to get better, it's never over. Never over. John Bond on your radio right now. You know, John, and 
us old timers, we sometimes get into this conversation about how it is different now. And and some people will say right. that, that kids are different. I was talking with my uncle this past week, and he was talking about when he played in high school, the whole you know salt tablets you know they'd give you, which is the yeah. worst thing. Oh, yeah. You know how everything has changed. And and yes, that like you can't coach a team now the way you were coached in the late seventies in high school and the early eighties in college, can you? It's totally different. No. No, it is totally different. They've got you know, they've got so many different options. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean they can go home and do whatever. They you know, they're not bored. Yeah. They're never <laughs> bored. They've always got things that they can do. So it's uh that's one thing that you're battling. Like I said, you know, it's tough to play football. Yeah. It's you know, it, it still it's not like it was as far as the work you know, that you have to go through. Yeah. But it's still tough if you want to be any good. It's still tough. So mm-hmm. it's um it's a it's a salesman game out here trying to get these guys to play and so there's a fine line that you've got to balance between, you know, work and, and uh and, and fun. Right. And then getting serious and you know, so it's uh but it's fun figuring that out. It's fun figuring each kid out. And it's fun knowing which ones will do what and, and knowing how far to push and when to back off. So it's uh, it's good. Sure. It's really good. I've enjoyed it. Well, on the 10th at Whisper Lake uh, for the golf tournament with Steve Azar, uh, food, everything else, and people can come out and support St. Joe Athletics, uh, are you going to hit the ceremonial tee shot on the first hole? <laughs> no, I think I'll let Steve do that. <laughs> Well, I, what I was going to suggest is let him hit the ceremonial tee shot, but maybe they could bring you a rake and put out a couple of mums. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yo yo, bring me a yo yo and uh, yeah. a sling blade, as they say. Yeah, and 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 do the Dave, I mean, do the uh, Bill Murray, uh, Carl Spackler thing. Hit the mum with the rake yeah. and said, "It's in the hole! It's in the hole!" Oh, he got all of that one. He got all of that one. <laughs> All right, well, that's great. I, I love it. I love it too. Hey, before I turn you loose, uh, Roger sure. tells Roger we got a listener who has a question for John. Is he? Is it on the phone? Oh, or what? Yeah, he's he's ready to go. All right. Um, so, listener, you're up. You got John Bond. What's up? Hell, I, I look at here, man. Hell, state. You ought to know who this is. And Roger should have too before. I, but anyway, it's a chicken here, uh, I was surprised. Hey. I wanted to surprise. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, brother. Look here, John. Uh, enjoy watching you play. My wife, Lou Bell, which that's not a real name, but that's part of her name. My wife, Lou Bell, went to state up there when uh, you were playing football. Uh-oh. And, right. Now, now, I'm talking about, let me just share some of the ways that it just makes me so mad now that these little babies are done in football. Because I, I graduated in 78. <laughs> Right. Yeah. During, yeah. during the two days, we had a water uh, a water faucet down on a practice field, and you got to go 1,001, 1,002, 1,003 yeah. to yeah. 5, <laughs> to, and then get your butt out of there. <laughs> right. I would see it. And then when we down. walked down to the practice field, there was a big old willow tree, and we had a seven-man sled. But we'd come off the sled because of that willow tree, because Coach Jack Taylor, when we were bent over, if we didn't fire off in unison, buddy, that switch, when you bent over, oh. it doesn't matter that yeah. nylon. Hey, John, John, you try that. Yeah. And, try that, and let's let's, oh. ti- let's time how fast it'd take to get arrested, you know? <laughs> I'll get down. Hey, I'll get down to my eight or nine players real quick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, but look here. What really upsets me is this timeout. 
during the game to get a Gatorade break and kick your breath. I mean, good yeah. gracious a lot. <laughs> appreciate you checking out. John, for tramping. John, I appreciate you, man, what you're doing, what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, John. All right, buddy. Appreciate it. John, if you had, if you don't remember, I know you did radio. If you don't remember, when Chicken Hawk calls, you just like none of us else. None, nobody else gets to talk. You just gotta let him go. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I appreciate you, John. I'm gonna continue to tell folks about the uh, the the event on May the 10th at Whisper Lake. The crowd they come is out and have a good time. <laughs> Thanks, John. Y'all come see me. All right, we'll do it. See you. All right, that's good. John Bond, he's the head coach, the head football coach at St. Joe in uh, Madison. May the 10th, Whisper Lake. It's in the hole. John and I are, uh, well, I keep putting myself in his category. John is the biggest, (laughs) (laughs) he is the biggest Caddyshack fan that I know. Uh, He knows, and he can quote the entire movie um, from start to finish with little little to no effort. I keep playing. I don't think the heavy stuff's going to come down for quite a while. <laughs> You're right. Anyway, the good Lord would never disrupt the best game of my life. <laughs> don't test the Lord. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Stick around. We'll be right back on a, what is today? Thursday? Thursday. We'll be right back. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show. Farm Bureau, go with the home team. They are your home team. And folks just like me and you, good old boys, men and women, good folks, the home team. It's not just a tagline. They really are the home team right there at uh, your local county Farm Bureau office. Roger, you know the definition of a good old boy, don't you? Enlighten me. Well, I don't know if I know your definition. My dad always joked that, you know, he's a preacher. He would actually tell this joke sometimes from the pulpit. <laughs> he would say that the definition. Hard to find those good ones you can tell from the pulpit. <laughs> That's Treasure right. Those. Well, he just said that some people's definition of a good old boy meant that it, he didn't throw his beer cans in the neighbor's yard. <laughs> <laughs> That ain't bad, is it? I mean, it's pretty good. good. Pretty good definition. It means that you have a little pride, and you also consider others. (laughs) What I what I remember, and having having grown up Baptist now, so don't nobody get mad at me. Yeah, but if 
if you go fishing with a Baptist, you got to take two. Why? If you only take one, he'll drink all your beer. <laughs> hey, got him. Roger. I've heard so If you're many feeling of... convicted out there, just take it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, you know, same thing. My dad was a my dad was a Southern Baptist preacher growing up for many, 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 many years and uh now later in life he's actually a Methodist preacher, uh pastor, bivocational, small church in South Alabama. Yeah, growing up though I'd have heard all those. You know you're a uh you, 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 you know, know what they call him in a Methodist church, don't you? What's that? A recovering Baptist. <laughs> <laughs> recovering? He's heard it before, trust me. <laughs> oh, I'm sure he has. Um, the old joke that, you know, you're Southern Baptist if the preacher's name is written out on the church sign in dry erase marker. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got a standing account with U-Haul, uh, that kind of thing. Also, I've heard so many over the years that were, you know, church-related. One was the little boy who his dad took him into big church. We call it big church. You know, you'd have a little kitty church, kids' church, but at some point you go into big church in the big sanctuary, the big worship service. And he took him into big church for the first time. And the little boy was looking at everything. Everything was new to him, and he was asking, what does this mean? What does that mean? Like, you know, the music director stood up and raised his arms and the little boy said what does that mean and the dad said well it means we're going to stand up so go ahead and stand up a little bit later he looked and everybody bowed their head all at one time you know with their eyes closed and he said what's that mean and the dad said well it means we're going to pray so bow your head we're going to pray right now and the preacher went up to the podium just before the sermon and took his watch off and laid it on the podium and the little boy said what does that mean dad and his dad said, that doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> that watch <laughs> might as well not be there. <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to be the one that uh, led the movement to put one of those big clocks in the very back of the sanctuary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a timer on it. Yeah, we at one church, the pastor kept going late, so somebody just set their alarm on their phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, all kinds of jokes. Oh, did that? I did not mean to do that. <laughs> all kinds of jokes about who gets to the, which church gets to the buffet down the street first on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. That's a good one. You know, <laughs> you could in in my hometown of Tupelo, you could go to like Danvers. It's a place like Danvers. They have, they have a yeah. big buffet salad bar. You know, and you could go there on Sunday, park it at about eleven o'clock. And you'd be able to see, okay, well, now we know which church got out early. You know? <laughs> we uh, I, I worked as a waiter for a brief period of time. And uh, on, I did it every way I've worked Sunday. I worked it one time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found out really quick that pe- the whole church apparently would come to our restaurant, eat dip and chips, and drink water. <laughs> <laughs> really? And apparently they gave all their money to the Lord. There you go. Okay. They didn't give me any of it. They though. drink, so no tips, and they eat chips and dip and drink water. They take up all your space. Oh, that's awful. <laughs> they come in about 2.30. That's bad for business. <laughs> that's bad so for business. They were business. hungry. It had been in there a good while. That's funny. Divinity Equipment phone. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson, your Kubota dealer. Doug on the line. Hey, What's man? up, Doug? You know what a Methodist is, don't you? Well, I think I do. What do you think it is? 
it's a Baptist that can read. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> we get us in trouble around here. Yeah, you too, Doug. Man, there's so many jokes out there. You know, about this one and that one and I like the ones where they're throwing shade at the schools. Like my uh, boss is a big uh, Alabama fan. Yeah. Grew up over there, kind of like you did. And, uh, mm-hmm. Says uh, you could, you know the toothbrush was invented at Auburn. You know how you know how you know that. Yeah, I think I know. Yeah, if it was invented at Alabama. It'd be the teeth brush. <laughs> that's right. That's right. All right, but I, I will say for the record, uh, it got to have some pretty strong scores to get into either one of those schools. That's true. That's true. And it, it's so crazy how it works. Again, spent some time there this week. I have a, uh, an uncle, my mother's brother. They have one daughter. Her name's Carrie, and she's chosen to go to Auburn. The thing is, though, her mom and dad, my uncle, they've been lifelong Alabama fans. <laughs> and uh, so I'm in the process right now of Photoshopping a, a picture of him with an Auburn shirt on because he still, has, to this point, can't bring himself to wear one. Why couldn't she just be a socialist or something normal? <laughs> something normal. <laughs> All right, the text line here, Fluffy Bottoms says, Matt and, uh, let's see, Bond and Wyatt ought to do a monthly full show. I agree. I wish. That would be awesome. Yeah, let's we'll do that, and John will do it. You know, once a month, get in there, talk sports, and just take calls, and kind of get him uh, back in there. Get, get, he He's just so much fun. And one of the things is, like, John is so much fun for me anytime I've ever done a podcast or a radio show with him because two things. He's really funny. He says really funny stuff, tells great stories, and he laughs at my jokes. Yeah, I do like that about him. (laughs) He just he's willing to laugh. Um, At the end of the we used to do a show before uh, you came along and uh, and John got really busy over there at St. Joe and my face would literally be sore. I'd be so tired from mm -hmm. smiling or laughing the whole show. Yeah. There's one story after between him and Hal. Yeah. Hal Mummy. Yeah. They were great. They really were great together. Um, Tim texted in regards to the promo that's airing w- that has Gardner Minshew <laughs> on it. He yeah. texted and said, if he doesn't get picked before Nick Fitzgerald, I'll eat my hat. Can you play that promo real quick? Yeah, let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. For Jackson Sports Talk Radio, it's a whole new ball game with Jake Wimberly and The Drive. Gardner Minshew. It's a shame that through the three times I went through the recruiting process, I couldn't get an offer from any in-state school. I remember, um, you know, this time last year, Nick Fitzgerald was supposed to be a first-round pick. But it's true, Hell Staters. I'm about to get drafted before Nick Fitzgerald. So, hope you all enjoy that. The Drive with Jake Wimberly. Wow. <laughs> In your face. Hey, listen, too. I mean, tell me that guys who play big-time sports, let alone quarterback. Tell me that guys who are big-time quarterbacks aren't confident. You know, tell me that. That's Gotta uh, be. <laughs> that guy right there. How, though? It makes zero sense that Gardner Minshew three different times in the recruiting process and never got an offer from an in-state school. It, it just makes zero sense whatsoever. None. Crazy. And Denzel on the text line said, Baptists are usually the first to the lunch buffet, followed by the Methodists, and then the Catholics, and the Presbyterians bringing up the rear. <laughs> it's that U-Haul thing that keeps the Baptist on time. <laughs> That's great. Tied all together. All right. Brett Hudson will be up next on the show, and we'll talk uh, preview tonight's draft in the NFL. Stick around.
Here we are. We're all set to talk with uh, Brett Hudson. Brett underscore Hudson. Maybe peek ahead at um, tonight's NFL draft. You got the uh, first round of the NFL draft. It's in Nashville. And then it'll go throughout the weekend. Now, again, because of as it stands right now at the time that this radio show is happening, as you listen right now, because of some extenuating circumstances for me and for our uh, for my family or one particular family member I, I'm not real certain about what's going to be going on for tomorrow's show I'll be finding that out later today um, so, but there is a chance that we could maybe catch up with somebody like Parrish Alford Parrish covers Ole Miss for the Northeast Mississippi Daily Journal and he told me that he is I think he and one other are actually in Nashville and covering the NFL draft which tonight will be round one. But also caught wind from up there from some of the media folks that it is a real uh, circus in terms of walking up, picking up your credential and where you go and what you do and what you can and can't do. It's kind of oddball, but it's a pretty neat scene. Anyway, it's not in the normal Radio City Music Hall or wherever that is. I think that's where they had it in New York and then Chicago and but now Nashville moving it around. Mississippi State and Ole Miss both actually multiple prospects that could be taken in the first round. Whether or not they are, we will see. But I thought I'd kick it around here a little bit on the Divinity phone with Brett Hudson, and he's on your radio right now. Brett, it you know football. It's like we're in such baseball mindset, and then prior to that, it was, it was such basketball mindset day in day out. That you know, it seems a little difficult to flip the switch back into football. But I'm just curious for you as you kind of peek ahead at Mississippi State potentially, potentially three first rounders, maybe a couple for Ole Miss, just depending on how it falls. What do you think? Do you have kind of an inclination of what folks might see and how many of those guys could go in that first round tonight? Uh, well, from a Mississippi State standpoint, I'm I'm pretty confident Montez Sweat is going to go in the first round. Um, and other than that, uh, it, it's kind of a because he's he's the only one in the class that is like a guaranteed top fifteen talent level kind of guy, and he's at a position at defensive end as a pass rusher of the NFL, so highly values. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you when you combine those two factors, it, it's pretty clear that he's going to get taken in the first 32 picks, or at least I'm, I'm pretty sure of that. But then once you get beyond that, once you get to guys that are of important positions, like a Jeffrey Simmons or a Jonathan Abram, but you also – it's just one of those years where those draft classes are, are pretty strong mm-hmm. at, at those two positions, and you never know which team is going to decide that this is their primary need and that's the guy that they – had uh, most highly evaluated at that position, so that's what they're going to do. So that's where someone like Jeffrey Simmons or Jonathan Abram could benefit and and end up being like the 26th, 27th overall pick. But they also could, that perfect set of circumstances could not come together for them, and they could fall out of the first round. And obviously Jeffrey Simmons has a different set of circumstances considering his injury and how that plays into what, what teams think of him and how they plan on using him in his first year considering he's not going to be 
ready for for week one by by all accounts. Uh, so that uh, it makes for an interesting uh, day for sure for Mississippi State, one where you really got to be tuned in to the news is going coming out of Nashville pretty much all all day and all night long. As for as for Ole Miss, I, I think they're kind of in a similar situation with their wide receivers clearly being the the top prospects there. It's a yeah. it's a matter of how many teams in that first round decide that wide receiver is their number one need and how they evaluated those guys. It's just it's a total crapshoot. Honestly, it's just it's just one of those years and all the mock drafts pretty much indicate that. From what I saw this morning, everybody has Kyler Murray going number one overall. Everybody has Nick Bosa going number two overall, but you start to see a lot of disagreement from three all the way on down. It's it's gonna be a very interesting first round. Yeah. I think it is too. Jeffrey Simmons, probably the most peculiar guy in the draft because if he's not injured during the pre-combine workouts, you know, and even though he wasn't going to the combine, but about that time, if he's not injured, he's a top ten pick, and pretty much everybody knows it. Um. Do you, are you hearing or have you heard anything about the likelihood that he still goes as a first-round pick even though he's still got to heal from this ACL injury? Well, I think it's possible, and that's that's the primary point here. I, I haven't heard anything that tells me that he definitely will not go in the first round, which which is encouraging when you've, when you've got a guy like him. And, and really, I think the, the part that – needs to be most considered here is what each individual team's roster situation is going to be with him and how they plan on treating him. For instance, if you've got a team that's really thin at defensive tackle mm-hmm. and they need Jeffrey Simmons to help, even if he only helps for the final, I'm just making a number up here, maybe five games of the season, you might see someone take him and be willing to eat that roster spot on their 53 I think for for the first three months of the season, just to have him help in the final five six rounds, five five six games, especially if they think they're going to be a playoff team and they're going to have him available for for the playoffs. But if there's a team out there that feels good about what they have at defensive tackle for the immediate time frame, but kind of wants to secure their future going forward, I don't know that that team is going to pick Jeffrey Simmons in the first round just because. They're somewhat likely, if they do get their hands on it, to put him on the IR mm-hmm. and just give him his entire rookie year more or less off just so they don't have to eat that roster spot for the first two to three months of the season when he's still recovering from that ACL injury. So I think there's a, there's a very specific set of criteria for, for a team that could draft Jeffrey Simmons in the first round. And I'm, I'm really fascinated to see if, if someone does it because if someone takes Jeffrey Simmons in the first round, I'm going ahead and assuming – they're going to do what I laid out earlier, which is kind of let him rehab and hope that he's able to contribute in the final five, six yeah. games of, of the season um, instead of just giving him that freshman, that freshman, that rookie season off. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming that's what's going to happen until their GM tells me otherwise. Yeah. Brett Hudson on your radio. Be interesting to watch it tonight. Brett, because there seems to be a little breaking news out here in the Twitterverse, um, on the baseball side, I want to throw this at you. You and I were talking baseball on the Dog Pile podcast earlier today, and then I see a tweet here from what looks to be legit 
uh, here on the 25th from someone named Anthony Dasher, who has a blue check mark by his name, and it says he is the managing editor of UGASports.com covering Georgia. And he tweeted uh, just a little bit ago and said, minor arm soreness will bench Emerson Hancock for the series against Mississippi State. Emerson Hancock, the ace of the Georgia pitching staff. How about that? Oh, that's huge. That's huge. I mean, the the people have yet to consume this yet, but you and I know we recorded Dogpile, our baseball podcast, earlier this morning before you jumped on the radio show, and, and that's the marquee matchup of this weekend. Emerson Hancock is arguably the best pitcher in the SEC right now. He's got a 0.7 whip. His ERA is right around one flat. He's, he's the best starting pitcher on a Georgia staff that leads the nation in whip and leads the SEC in uh, batting average allowed by double-digit points. I mean, they're 180-something, and no one in the SEC is – no one else in the SEC is under 210. He's the best part of that pitching staff. That's uh, – wow, that's, that's really big news. That makes for a really interesting situation for Georgia, particularly because their starting pitching is – good but they don't have three dominant guys that can go six seven every single time out there like florida mm-hmm. has had in the past they they kind of have to piece together with their bullpen sometimes particularly on on saturday so mm-hmm. if they don't get that usual seven strong innings from emerson hancock how they how they handle their bullpen for this series is going to be really interesting and it, it very well will it, it, it will alter the, the events of that series, if that does in fact end up being true. Yeah, there's a, a quote here from Scott Strickland, the head coach at Georgia. He was sore after a Wednesday bullpen, and then uh, his quote was, if this was an absolute must-win and a super Omaha a regional, he's pitching. He wanted to pitch, but we made the decision that we're going to let this calm down and get him to 100%. How about that? So it really changes it up. And with that, I think what I'll do, Brett, is I'll go back and just put a little disclaimer uh, on the front end of the podcast before I upload it, just so people know we got some extra info there. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, probably <laughs> so. On demand audio. <laughs> That's right. All right, Brett, appreciate you, man. Good to talk to you. We'll watch the draft tonight. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you see you. Appreciate him. Brett Hudson, Brett underscore Hudson on Twitter. He and I are working together over at mattwyattmedia.com. Lots of content there and on the Facebook page as well. Facebook.com slash Radio Wyatt. I appreciate Brett. All right. Hour two is up next. Who knows what we'll talk about. We'll just get into it and see what happens. Stick around. Listening to the Matt Wyatt Show.